Hey, this is William Jackson, and I want to thank everyone once again for listening to the pro to the. I've been having trouble speaking all day today. Listening to the broadcast today, uh, my quest to teach, where I talk about ministry and technology and application of social media, um, how members of the body of Christ and Christians can feel comfortable about using technology, applying technology. Um, there has been so much that has happened in the last 12 months. It has just been phenomenal. Um, from when COVID started and really hit us in 2019 and many ministries learning how to use technology and implement technology and and just trying to figure out, well, how are they going to use streaming services on YouTube and how are they going to use YouTube Live? And now you have Instagram Live and, and uh, other applications and programs and platforms that are ongoing. And I've been on uh, Clubhouse now for a while and really enjoying the engagement. Um, as a STEM and STEAM teacher, it really helps and benefits having this this phenomenal network where teachers can talk and share ideas. And even though it's um, there isn't any visual elements, it's all auditory. Just the just the engagement with ideas and and sharing your passion for teaching and education is wonderful. There are quite a few areas as well about ministry and Christianity and um, biblical studies that are, from my understanding, I haven't had a chance to um, to preview them yet or join the rooms yet about ministry and evangelism and all those areas that we hear about and we talk about, but in a larger group setting where the dialogue continues, um, not just for 10 minutes, not just for 20 minutes or an hour, but continues. Um, from what I understand, a few discussions up to a couple of hours um, in the evening. And uh, most of the shows are once a week. So they give you a chance to, to connect with some dynamic people. You can also follow them on Twitter, follow them on Instagram, and make some serious connections that will help in your PLCs, which are professional learning communities, and your PLN, which is your professional learning network. Um, so my area is, as a member of the body of Christ, is to, um, I feel my calling is to share my um, my past experiences in technology and social media and apply to, applying it to ministry to help those who are still kind of struggling in a way of the benefits and the cautions of using technology and ministry and evangelism. Um, it's a phenomenal tool. It does provide instant feedback in some cases, particularly um, when you're talking about um, streaming services on YouTube where people that um, are watching the service can still be engaged in the service by adding comments, uh, emojis, um, by sharing the content as well uh, with family and friends in the community. And this opens up a lot of doors because, you know, giving people a chance that are moving from one location to another and they're, they're looking for a new church home, um, youth, teens and young adults 
that are interested in being a part of a ministry that that their friends are a part of and let letting them know that hey you know not only do we study the word but we're learning how to apply the word to our our, our daily lives the word is um shared and and taught how we can apply it to, to daily challenges and situations and circumstances they face as young adults and you know it's it's wonderful to hear how technology is being applied in a positive productive way and it's also wonderful to hear how young people um, when they're in a youth ministry are taught to be cautious and careful as well using social media because so many of our young people are using social media it's kind of like it's it's attached to their hip which literally their phones are um as a school teacher in a middle school environment you know um, the majority of our students have their cell phones. Um, they're not allowed to use them during instructional time. Um, so they have to, they, they're allowed to keep them on their person um, and or in their backpacks, but they're, they are not allowed to use them during the day because of, you know, potential issues and problems, <coughs> excuse me, um, which could lead to them using it. And there have been some cases related to that. And maybe we'll talk about that on, on another podcast. But with um, teaching young people how to effectively and efficiently use the technology is very important and very key. And many Church of Christ ministries are actually doing that. Um, Aida and I have been asked several times to speak at um, Northside Church of Christ here in Jacksonville uh, with Brother Al Jackson and Brother Charlie McClendon to share with the young people, some um, benefits, some positive things about using their cell phones and social media, and some cautions about um, cyberbullying, uh, sexting, um, children potentially being um, led astray um, to situations where they're they're enticed to leave their homes to meet somebody at a playground or a park or a restaurant. Cautions about doing that, um, being careful not to put. Um, all your personal information online where others um, can see it and not being lured by the idea of the person that you're communicating with is actually a peer when in fact they may, they may be an adult, either male or female. So society um, is represented by the use and abuse sometimes of social platforms. And that's one of the things um, is important for our young people to know and our young people to understand um, what I wanted to talk about today. And I, and the title I have is preach the word in season and out of season as an evangelist and the responsibility to share our faith is very important. The responsibility to do our words, deeds and actions to represent Christ is very important because you never know who's watching you. You never know who's, who's looking at you and, you know, attending church services on Sundays, you know, you're in the church building, everything's going good. You're feeling good. But when you step out of the building, here comes life at you, you know, like, and, and sometimes in full burst. And I know my grandmother, she used to, she used to tell us, you know, when you step outside the church doors, here comes the devil. He's sitting on the curb waiting for you. And, and within his mindset, okay, you'd have been to church. I'm going to show you that the world is still out here waiting for you. 
and, and how are you going to act? Are you going to act like, you know, you're saved and sanctified and full of Jesus? Are you going to um, revert back to um, the, the, the side of you that, you know, you have to say, you know, let me put my Christianity on the side, you know, to deal with this situation. But um, but we should keep our Christianity and our walk with Christ at all times um, to represent him and who we are. So I want to start off this just saying God is alive. And not only is God alive, but God is alive online. So the development, as we all know, the development and evolution and occasionally the revolution of technology has advanced across centuries of time. And, and so has the word of God with the different levels and different types of technology. Um, the word of God in, in scripture that is shared, whether it's on parchment, whether it's on paper, whatever medium it's shared on, uh, from cave drawings to stone tablets, again, to parchment, to paper. And now we have the word of God scripture shared on digital devices. The word of God has been etched. It has been painted. It has been written. It has been provided on mixed media um, to share what God wants to share with us that we know and that we use to grow. And the word of God is alive online and offline. And we must remember that um, even though it's on a digital platform, we must treat it with respect because it is something that we use um, on a daily basis. Um, there's times where, you know, Maybe there might be a situation and you're thinking of a, a, a particular scripture to handle a particular situation, but it may not necessarily be that particular scripture, but the showing of your faith and allowing the Holy Spirit to work within you. So the power of God's word cannot be denied, nor can it be ignored, because as we all know, our God is a living God. Um, his words do, do not change. They already be, uh, they've always been the same, but the delivery method that man uses does. Um, this can be witnessed across the time as technology changes and the availability of God's word grows when it is when it is applied with those different types of technologies. So I love the publication of Christian Chronicle. Um, and it is found in paper format. It is found digitally. And it's a great example of how technology is being used, um, not just to share scripture, but the fellowship of the body of Christ and the love of Christ for everyone. Um, the content is, is right on par with how you want to present information in a format that is informative, and educational and applying and using those different types of technology you know each tool each platform and each app um, should be used to connect people which with the christian chronicle it is um, the platforms and the tools are designed to connect people and also those that are lost and those that that think they are still unable to be a saved um, can have access to the information to show that you know, Christ loves everyone, Christians. Um, that is our, our first point of reference to Christ because he did love everyone. And the word of God, um, even online, needs to have a personal touch, not just a digital 
not just use it as a digital outreach, but help build that personal relationship with Christ and build that personal relationship with each other as Christians. Technology can be, can be impersonal and sterile without the touch of emotion and humanity that is really important. Man's need to know and understand um, what carries him in each generation, the chances of us building continuous relationship with each other is very important in building with the Lord. Building a personal relationship is important. It's valuable, it's edifying and necessary um, to receive the ability to love each other, even with all our failures and all our faults, because Christ loved us that way, without any uh, predisposed judgments, without any um, uh, ideas of, of, of instant damnation because of what we do or what we say, but Christ loves us for who we are and our sins are forgiven. So using technology, we are um, sometimes as well judged by the use or misuse or abuse of technology. No one is perfect. Um, just look at what people post on Facebook and people post on Instagram, some of the things, some of the content that they post. What would Christ think about that type of digital information? And we all make mistakes, but we have to learn from those mistakes. And even if we are insulted by some of the content that's creative, as Christians, we must learn to forgive because that content comes from people. So because we love those people, we can help um, share our faith to redirect the content um, and refocus on how we can build relationship as opposed to tearing us apart. The Gutenberg printing press, as we all know, uh, was a tool that was used to share God's word to the masses of people, yearning to learn about the light of the Lord through reading. Um, it was mass produced to scripture so ordinary people um, could read for themselves and gain an understanding in their lives, interpreting the, the word of God through Bible study and having something that can be held in their hand and move around with them. They had the Bible. Now we have mobile devices um, that can be um, used for literacy, to build comprehension and communication between people. Um, at San Jose Church of Christ, Aida and I, we're in a wonderful Bible study uh, with some brothers and sisters. And um, we don't implement too much technology, but with our cell phones, if someone is running late or someone can't make it, uh, we'll put them on speakerphone so they can still be a part of the Bible study that we engage in. Um, the ability in, in the 20th and 21st century to read is very important because that way it, it improves and increase in a person's language skills. And we don't understand sometimes how important verbal communication is but you know that helps improve how we communicate with each other, how we talk with each other, and the comprehension abilities as well. And when we're talking, it provides things for us to talk about. So when we're talking about our faith and we're talking about Christ and we're talking about the Lord and we're talking about what is going on in the world, but we're using technological resources, we can have access to, to increased information that helps us apply scripture and the word of God. Women benefited so much from the early integration of 
the written, written word because it brought them closer to being intellectually capable of working and competing with men. So reading empowers women and it provides a chance to build self-esteem, self-awareness and other abilities to think for themselves and see alternative careers where they had more independence and equality to men. So people have forget, forgotten or may not have realized that not too long ago, women were forbidden to read. Women were not allowed to read. And because the um, technology with the, the Gutenberg printing press and the availability of educational resources, um, women demanded the right to read, demanded, demanded the right to learn because that provided them to move from those um, careers that men put them in that they were more interested in and that, that provided for them and their children and their families. Uh, when and it, and it is known that when women learn and love to learn, the whole family learns because women are the nurturers and leaders in education in the home. Men, yeah, they'll read, but they may not be proactive in teaching the children to read. One, they may not have the, the, the patience to do it, the other may, they may not have the personality. It takes a particular type of personality to want to be patient enough to teach a child or even an adult to read. Technology innovation is not just digital. It, excuse me, it encompasses new ways of learning, thinking, applying that learning towards achieving dreams for each subsequent generation. God's plan is in everything. Um, there's a writing called Harnessing Technology to Preach the Gospel. Um, it is about sharing the word of God and connecting people with technology. God uses these connections, these digital connections that we have to spread his word. And each of us that talks about the scriptures to our family and friends, and we are uh, missionaries doing the work of evangelism. Um, and this was stated in um, the Christian Chronicle as well. There's a lot of wonderful resources that um, can be applied to learning and education. And again, the, the and I call it sometimes the art of reading and the design of comprehension. So I said the art of reading and the design of comprehension. The process of creating content continues. Um, publishing has changed. Um, books before the Gutenberg Press were handwritten. And the purchase of Bible for a working person or what they call a peasant or a poor person um, took almost a year's wages. So a person that had a lower level of learning had to sacrifice a lot for just one book in order to be able to read um, efficiently and fluently and also to teach their family. And there were great sacrifices. Um, the church was renewed in a way by Jonas Gutenberg in 1456, as the printing press provided a chance to mass produce literature of a religious nature. Um, this encouraged community studies about interpreting scripture and applying it to life. So when the Bible was starting, was beginning to be mass produced, it opened up a lot of opportunities for um, not just individuals, but families to teach each other to read and build those necessary uh, comprehension skills that helped and aided in building generational knowledge 
and generational growth. Uh, many key communication devices have been adapted for learning, for discipleship, for evangelism as a result of the printing press. As technology grows, so does the opportunity for God's word to grow with it and reach people where they are. Modern technical wonders from the radio to motion pictures to television have changed people's lives and provided exposure to diverse knowledge. It must, uh, it must be made careful to think to guide people with the teachings of false teachings. So there are false teachings, there's false doctrine. So it's important that the Church of Christ Ministries uh, make sure that they are in line with the teaching of Christ and sharing of the gospel. Um, in, the, in the writing, digital evangelism and electronic discipleship during the pandemic, um, the writing shared that evangelism has transitioned from personal meetings that start with those personal greetings, handshakes, or other personal um, greetings that start with connections, inviting and sharing of faith and personal relationship with Christ to more deeper relationships about the growth and development of ministries, even during critical times like the pandemic. Uh, technology has made connections easier and also increasingly complex. Um, I know that sounds opposing and, and a little silly, but when you're using digital tools and digital platforms that can reach out to hundreds or thousands after posting, people read your content, people have to interpret your content, people have to understand your content. That encourage them either to um, read it and digest it for themselves or repost it or share it or reshare it. Um, or add something else to it to actually share the content that you created. So Church of Christ ministers um, must make sure that they're taking a leadership role when using technology because of their knowledge, their commitment, and aim to be dedicated evangelists. Um, rarely now in the United States and, like they say, industrialized countries do ministers have to walk someplace to preach the word. If they don't have a car and they're remote, they can use tools like Zoom, they can use Facebook Live, they can use Instagram, um, they can share files, um, they can use email. So many tools and resources are out there for Church of Christ ministers to use. There really is no um, reason unless the people that they are trying to reach or the communities that they try to reach have very limited technology. So with traditional ministries that have access to hundreds, if not thousands of people, um, ministers have access to these people or these individuals. Um, but depending on the size of the congregation, um, Church of Christ ministries are influential in their collective communities. That doesn't mean that they are confined to one single community in the area of the church, but outside of that community, outside of that area, they can connect with more communities using digital tools. Um, the digital complexity of sharing the gospel, not changing God's word the way it should be intended to intended to be shared. Um, ministers in, in the Church of Christ and deacons and elders must make sure that they're developing a spirit or keep a spirit of obedience, um, submissiveness, and humbleness 
um, requires the study and the fellowship with other ministers and elders and deacons of other ministries so that they can share their connection, share their spirit with the gospel, and then also share it with others in their congregations. Technology allows for this to happen. When you're attending a Bible study online or in person, um, technology sometimes lacks the emotional attachment of the texture of feeling um, and, it be, and it becomes a challenge because learning the gospel is not just mental. There is a spiritual attachment. There's an emotional foundation that is built in. Uh, someone is going to be, um, someone may need to train people in the church to be training leaders um, to help people understand the value and influence of digital content and when applying it, when developing it and its influence and using it, because we can't just say, okay, we're gonna have um, a Bible study and we're gonna be on Facebook. We're gonna go from seven to eight and we're just gonna read scriptures. And not gonna happen because there is no interpretation value. You're wasting <clears throat> um, the reader's time and the listener's time with just reading because you have to have that that engagement, that opportunity to discuss, that opportunity to talk about scripture and how people apply it in everyday lives. So I'm going to stop right there um, because I want to share more, but I want to make sure that I have a time and a chance for those who are listening to, to listen to the words, to interpret them, and also to, importantly, to digest. How are you going to use this? How are you going to apply this knowledge? So when you're in service and you're taking in the information or you're using technology, um, how can you share it? Um, using the Gutenberg press, you know, during that time, it was printed. Now we are in an era now where nothing really has to be printed, but it, it, it can be shared digitally, uh, collectively, and in such a way that not just 10, 20, 30 people can re be reached, <clears throat> but hundreds can be reached or thousands can be reached. So I'm going to continue in our next episode. Um, I really enjoy sharing this and the feedback I've received from um, several people. Thank you very much uh, letting me know um, how I'm doing, how I'm sharing the content, how I'm sharing my experiences being a member of the body of Christ and also being a teacher with uh, STEM, STEAM, and STREAM, which can also be applied. So take care. God bless to our next time that we meet. I'm looking forward to, um, I would consider this a part one, a part two, about sharing um, the dynamic content that comes with social media, technology, and preach the word in season and out of season as an evangelist. Because now with technology, um, it makes it easier to preach the word in all seasons. So looking forward to, again to sharing with you soon. God bless and take care.